Good morning. It is Froster Buds Friday, so uh, any topic that's on your mind, we will discuss. You can contact me at GaryNolan.com. You go there and you send a message. It pops up in the studio. We don't put any cookies on your computer. We don't know where you've been or where you're going, and we're not going to pop up ads. There are none that come from us. Uh, and uh, we don't, uh, you know, like blast out emails into your email box. You just send your message. It's just a way to communicate. Uh, that's GaryNolan.com. Or you can call us 800-529-5572 or 874-9390. Um, we were talking about uh, the United Nations and the whole global warming thing, and they're going after steak. And, and if they have the power to destroy the American automobile industry, what would make you think they won't destroy the beef industry? There's nothing government can't destroy. And they frankly do this with a, you know, all these threats to society that are going to happen. Uh, it's Armageddon if we don't do these things. And it never, ever materializes, as we've discussed in the past. But that doesn't stop them from teaching it in school as though it's, a, you know, proven science. And indoctrinating these kids so they're terrified of everything that, frankly, makes life so livable. Uh, you, you really ought to think about what life was like before we were able to fully take advantage of carbon fuels. When farmers who didn't have tractors and thrashing machines and all of that other stuff had to work from sunup to sunset. In fact, they'd be out before sunup. When people worked seven days a week, all day long, just to survive. And then we had carbon fuels, the industrial age. Uh, now we've got people that want to work a four-day work week. Uh, we've got all these uh, huge uh, advances in technology. You don't even have to mail a letter to pay a bill. And they're all upset about this. This is somehow, you know, the end of the world. And, and that's why I said earlier in the week that's, you know, maybe we should take these kids who have been so convinced of the ills of carbon fuel and let them live the way people lived 200 years ago. See how they, you know, how thrilled they are without an iPhone uh, or without an automobile where they had to hoof it or ride a horse everywhere they wanted to go. Where if it was a hot summer, they had no air conditioning or a cold winter, they had no furnace. That had changed their minds. That had wake them up. But when you got, you know, the money of Bill Gates, it's no wonder he's out there screaming that beef is, is uh, a, a terrible idea and that uh, eating meat is somehow uh, going to bring the end of the world. He's got all his money tied, well, not all of his money, but a great deal of his money tied up in this artificial meat thing, which doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Lab-grown meat? Uh, you know, maybe they'll get it down pat. Maybe they'll make it, and you can't tell the difference. But I, I at this point, I, I'm not seeing it. I'm not buying into it. And I don't want to be forced into it the way we're forced into buying battery-powered cars. And that's ultimately what their goal is. That's what they're going to try and do. And the whole insect thing, no. You know what? Uh, give me a survival training class so I know what insects to eat if I'm stuck in the middle of the woods with no uh, provisions. Uh, and, and at that point, when I get hungry enough, I'll eat them. Until then, 
I'll stop at CC City Broiler and get myself a steak before I'll indulge in that. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Chatting with Brian during the last break about what Missourians want. You know, we've got the election coming up next year. We've got some uh, good candidates, I would argue. What do you want for the state of Missouri? What do you want the next uh, session uh, you know, the, 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 the next administration to accomplish. What's the top of the line? If they could just do this, you would be happy. What is this? What is it? What's the one thing you would, you'd be doing a happy dance if they were able to accomplish it? 874 I got mine. I, there are two on my list, but I've got a number one. I have a number one. And you probably can imagine what it is. But I want to find out from you, what one accomplishment do you hope the next administration can accomplish for the state of Missouri? 874 800-529-5572. What do you want these candidates to accomplish? What do you want them to do? What's the, the most important thing? Like I said, I've got two. My number one is to get rid of the personal property tax. My number two is to get rid of the state's income tax. Both of these things are doable. They can be done. Well, that's just my choice. We'll see what you think. Brian, before I go to the phones. Yes, sir. What is your number one thing? The one Those thing that two you- things that you listed are very important, but also fixing our education system. And I don't think there's any way to fix it with uh, <laughs> the people that are in charge now. But the way they're running roughshod over our school systems and using the money that we hand them from our personal property tax, by the way. And then it's just blown uh, on these just awful programs that they are trying to brainwash kids with. Yeah, they don't, you don't hand it to them. <laughs> they just take well, it Well, they from take you. it, yeah. Yeah. All right, let me go to the phones. Uh, what's the most important thing you hope the next administration accomplishes for the state of Missouri? Bob is first. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing well. What, what do you want the next administration to accomplish? Most of all, top of the list. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. If you, can get them to tell the, if you can get them to tell the truth about everything, then everything else will take care of itself. Well, that's kind of a philosophical answer, and some people have different truths. I know that doesn't make sense, but it's true. Uh, some well, you, will say, sound more like, you sound more like Bill Clinton every day. Well, <laughs> that, that's a cheap shot, Bill. That, or, Bob, that's a cheap shot. Uh, no, that was, that was. people on the left will say... Uh, Getting rid of the personal property tax is a terrible idea, and they've got their reasons why they believe that. Uh, others will say uh, the truth is it should be, you know, we should we should get rid of it. Uh, so that- You can make a case for any of that stuff, absolutely. But the, the truth is, is to tell the truth, and that's so, always the best policy. All right, I'll let it go at that. Bob, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Patricia, if the next administration could accomplish one thing, what would it be that would make you most gleeful? To be honest and follow through 
I think there are so many politicians that are in it for fame and money, and they really don't mean what they say. They say it just to get elected. And I wish these people, all of you, would just be honest. Not you personally, but I mean all the politicians. Just be honest. There's so many. All right. Okay, just be honest. I got you. All right, Patricia, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, am I getting philosophical answers here? Yeah, it uh, seems like two in a row now. I was talking more in terms of, you know, policy yeah. matters rather than just do good, <sighs> <laughs> you know. Uh, that goes right. without saying, doesn't it? Uh, you would think so. I'm going to take one more call and hope I don't get a philosophical answer because um, that doesn't change things in the short run. Uh, Tim, good morning. What one thing could the next administration accomplish that would make you happy? Tim? Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like to get rid of the property taxes first. Then I like to see the government uh, get away from the gas and oil. The government get away from gas and oil? I don't understand. What do you mean? Meaning that I don't want their hands in their pot. Oh, you're talking about at the federal level? Yes. Yeah. At the state level, what do you want? You want to get rid of the personal property tax or the... Yes, all. All That's all I need, property tax. That would make you happy. That would make you a happy camper. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be happy, too. All right. Uh, Tim, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. If the next administration, we're talking statewide, could accomplish one thing, what is the one thing that would make you happy? Gary Nolan Show. Frost Your Buns Friday. Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 20 minutes after uh, 10 o'clock. I was looking to see what one thing you wish the next uh, governor of the state of Missouri would accomplish. What's the one thing that would most make you happy? Uh, we've held, uh, uh, we've heard uh, the philosophical tell the truth and be honest answers. Uh, but I'm looking for something concrete, something real that will just make a difference. Uh, and three of us, all three of us, you, me, and uh, the last caller agree it should be uh, getting rid of the personal property tax uh, and any gubernatorial candidate that isn't on that page is not one I will uh, I'll, I'll be supporting uh, let me see Joe good morning hey good morning Gary um, I'm going to throw in with you on the personal property tax but actually the one that I'm thinking about is doing away with the uh, daylight savings time <laughs> and then uh, a second on my list would be to put some teeth and the financial responsibility law for uh, car insurance, because there's still people out there driving around with no insurance, and if they have a wreck, there's little or no repercussions to them. And I think those are two things that really ought to be corrected. Well, as it turns out, you're talking to a guy who twice was hit by a, uh, an uninsured driver and ended up having to make up the difference. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I think the whole yeah, insurance. I had a daughter-in-law that was in the same situation. I uh, got hit twice by two different uh, uninsured drivers, but nothing happened. Yeah, nothing nothing happened for me either. All right, Joe, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Get rid of the property tax and don't spend more than we take in, says Jim. Yeah, that, that whole insurance thing, and Brian is not real happy with the insurance and <laughs> the automobile insurance industry either. But I had... Uh, I had a uh, 
an MKS Lincoln, uh, and I was I was at an event, and I can't remember the uh, the name of the event, but somebody backed into the car, and they didn't have insurance, so I had to you know pay the the deductible. And then I sold that, and I got that 76 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. Oh, I, I took it to our neighbors up the street here at uh, uh, Perry, Legend. Perry Legend Auto Repair, and they did a remarkable job turning that car into a gem. It was beautiful. So beautiful that you drove it, drove it off the lot and somebody said, hey, I want to buy that. <laughs> it's true. I took it to a car wash. Uh, I was going to sell it online and uh, somebody wanted more pictures. So I thought, well, I'll take it to the car wash before I take the pictures. And the guy behind me said, ah, that's beautiful. I'll buy that. <laughs> and I sold it. Uh, but I was driving through a, a, a grocery store parking lot and some woman backed into me. And hit the car. I was like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe I've been hit twice in a parking lot. And she gives me her insurance card. Oh, yeah, I've got insurance. Here's the card. Come to find out that that she bought that insurance policy for like 30 days and, and then didn't make any more payments on it. She was uninsured, and I got hit with that again. Uh, just, you know what? Fix it so that. When I buy my car insurance, I am covered no matter what. It's my responsibility. I'll have the insurance so that my car is covered no matter what. Uh, because there are so many people out there that just they'll get the insurance long enough to get their license plates and then let it drop. It's frustrating. All right, let me uh, let me go back to the phones on uh, what the administration should accomplish. Angel, welcome. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I was going to say that property tax is important, but I feel like our kids are the most important thing for our country and for our state. So I would like to see the next administration um, get rid of all the woke ideology in our schools. You know, that would be terrific. And, I, and I'm in your corner. I, I think that would be absolutely great. The problem is the schools lie. They yeah. they say, oh no we're not we're not teaching that year no uh -huh. no 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 we're not doing that we're just telling kids surreptitiously <laughs> that if they're black they're victims if they're white they're uh, I mean you know that'll be tough yeah. Yeah. the way it's to do that to angel that. the way yeah the way to do that is to get rid of government schools entirely that's I actually that's like answer. that I plan to homeschool my kids because I'm like I can't afford to allow my kids to be you know swept up and all of that. You know, it is growing. It, it's amazing. Uh, parents whose kids were in public schools who switched to homeschooling aren't going back in huge numbers. They're realizing it's easier than they thought. All right. Angel, thank you. Best of luck on your kids. Uh, Alan, welcome. Yes. Um, so you, I have two things real quick. You, you mentioned about the, um, about the uh, insurance deal. Yeah. I got one better for you. Is there's a state law out there that says that if if, if an uninsured motorist hits me, and and they and and someone turns that information into the state, the state can make me send send a form into the state documenting that incident. And if I fail, if, if I don't send that form in as the person that was hit, 
that my license can be revoked. I, I almost had it happen because a, a local law enforcement officer stopped me and said, your license about to be revoked. We don't know why. You need to call DOR. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You get hit by uh, somebody who doesn't have insurance. If you don't fill out the form, they can revoke your license? Yes. Wow. Man, what? I got away. I never heard of that. Yes. It, it happened. I almost had it happen to me. And, and this was somebody that hit five different cars and, and caused some injuries and things like that and didn't have, didn't have insurance. And luckily, my state farm insurance was wonderful and, and picked up and covered me under my uninsured part of my policy and things like that. But, but yeah, that's, that's, that's state law. All right. I, I'm, um, it's not that I don't trust you, but you're my only source for this so far. So I'm going to look for verification on this. I would appreciate it. That would be wonderful if you would check it out and, 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 and convey that information that you find to, to your listeners. But it, it, it's, it's, I found it to be true because would, I wouldn't expect it, but I was, call, I was stopped by a local law enforcement, and they said, your license is about to be revoked because of it, and you have to check with DOR. When I called DOR, I said, yeah, you got to do this. You're going to be revoked. All right, I'll, I will check on this. Uh, thank you, Alan. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. My license could be in jeopardy, unless maybe because it happened on private property. Uh, Judith says, top on my list is the personal property tax. Income tax is important. And even though I don't have children in the school system, I'm concerned about the education in the U.S., period. As you should be, Terry. Uh, Terry is next. I'm with you on uh, one and two, personal property tax and income tax. Awful should uh, more honestly be collected at gunpoint. Third would be election integrity that is unquestionable. That would be a good thing. Head down to Springfield and chat with Tom. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Gary. I learn something from your show every day. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, I hear a lot of people talking about the uh, personal property tax, and yeah, that's an insidious little uh, stinky little tax that uh, would be great if it disappeared. But more importantly, I think the real estate tax needs to be looked at. As an example, we've been reassessed here every two years in this house. My wife and I own. We've been here 18 years. The tax is almost a little bit more than doubled in that 18 years. We don't have children in the school system, haven't for, you know, 20-plus years. But every every other year, my taxes go up. And, you know, the building is worth no more to me and my wife now than the day that we bought it. Now, were we to sell it, then that'd be a different discussion. But it's still a tax upon an unrealized and fictional game. And it's, it's got to stop. Well, I can't argue with that at all. You just uh, are right <laughs> right down the line. All right, Tom, you're absolutely right. Uh, thank you. Thank Glad you. to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, I, and I have been railing against that. Um, I, I don't know how we ever got roped into thinking that was... A good idea. It, well, because, Gary, we have to have the tax for education. Well, take the money out of sales oh, tax. Oh, no. This is the best way. Take it out of sales tax. That works. <laughs> Brian, the liberal. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm up against the clock again. i got to take this break because we've got news to get you up to date on. Uh, we'll talk about police review boards. And we'll talk about Donald Trump. Because... Well, we ought to look at what actually happened when he was president. We'll do that in the next hour on the Gary Nolan Show. Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
1035. Glad to have you on board on a Froster Buns Friday where you can chat about pretty much anything you want. Uh, I was asking a question about, um, you know, what one thing could the next administration accomplish that you'd be thrilled with? Um, it, it, very uh, uh, amusing uh, uh, the, the, dis, the distance in some of these uh, answers. Uh, being honest uh, was, was uh, one that we heard a couple of times. Uh, some people uh, want insurance regulations fixed. Some people want uh, uh, the personal property tax or the uh, real estate tax, the income tax. But mostly it seems to be the personal property tax. It's the one thing that they seem universally to hate. Uh, Robert said, I'd be tickled pink if the governor could make Missouri a free market or an open market for all goods and services. Yeah, that would be good. I love free markets. They are just brilliant at fixing mistakes. Because when the government tries to fix mistakes, it just gets worse. Chris, good morning. What do you want the government, uh, the next administration, most important, would just (laughs) thrill you to no end if they would fix it? Boy, the list is so long. How many hours you got? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Gary. There, there are so many things. If nothing else, fix this wacky uh, well, <laughs> Department of Justice. I'm using quote marks when I say that. The governor's uh, going to do that? Some, yes. Oh, I thought you said, I'm sorry. I, you said next administration. I, I didn't hear you say yeah, governor. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, well, we're back to personal property. So you haven't been listening. Well, I guess I missed that part of the word. You came oh, back from the break, and I didn't fantastic. hear you say No, no, no. I mean, for the last half hour, 20 minutes, we've been talking. Brian? I did. Brian, I, no, I, I have I a statement. I was on address. insurance is where I was at, but that's another story. <laughs> but I keep telling you, if you want me to listen, you're going to have to send me money. But anyway. If you don't want to, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. You're getting that backwards. Anyway, the guy that called in about the insurance deal, uh, I have no idea what weird thing happened to him, but that is about 180 degrees in the way it works. They have what they call a safety and responsibility department here in the state. And in your case, Gary, the people that backed into you and didn't have insurance, you fill out a form, name, address, or not name, name, car, license, all this kind of stuff, the info you got from them, and you turn that into the state, and the state tells them you pay him, and I, they'll either make them pay your deductible or the full bill, or we're going to take your license. Now, what happened to that guy may be that the other guy turned him in. That would be wrong if it wasn't his fault and so on. But that's not the way. It, you don't have to report accidents. If you know, you're hit and you don't care, big deal. Uh, that's your problem. But that's how you turn people in. And I've had to do it to one guy. And uh, it's strange. This guy ended up driving all the way from Kansas City to pay me because all of a sudden he wasn't going to have a license. Interesting. Yeah, and you can you can find that form on the MoDOT site. And I think I told you this back when you got back into But, yeah, you can uh, put the squeeze on them. And some people just go, what the heck, I'll lose my license. And other people will cough up the money. Huh. All right. Chris, oh. thank you. I appreciate All that. Right. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, I'm going to have to dig through my records, Brian. <laughs> so, what, do you think it's too late? Probably is. Uh, all right. We're just going to do this for two more calls, and then we've got to move on because we are falling way behind on this. Tim, uh, one thing you want the administration to accomplish that would just make you happy? Personal property tax, but I'm an insurance agent from Jeff City, and I was calling on just what the, the previous caller told you. He's exactly right. Yeah, so this guy was not in danger yeah. of losing his license for that. No, no, no. The guy that hit you. Now, in the last three or four years, Missouri has become a lot better at going out and collecting the money. 
than what they used to. And the, the cases I've had with my clients is once they may garnish the guy's wages. And once they get the insured deductible back, they pay him that first, okay? And then they collect the rest of it and pay the insurance company second. Huh. Wow, that's yeah. great. All right. Yeah, Thank is. you. It's very good. Aha. Uh-huh. Thank you. Take Bye. care, Tim. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. If I had understood this, uh, now, uh, Chris says he explained it to me before, but I, I don't remember that. I'm surprised your insurance company didn't say that to you. Maybe they didn't have that in force at that time. Yeah, I would have filled that out in a heartbeat. Yeah, gone after both of those. Uh, Don, good morning. Well, I hate to change the subject, but it is Frost Your Buns Friday. Uh, a year or so ago, you asked for recommendations on how to sleep at night better because you were having trouble. And I guess I'm wondering, did you ever find one that worked for you? I am, here's the thing, I, I get on a vacation and I think I'm going to sleep in. My normal routine is to get up around 4.30, 4 o'clock, start show prep and getting, you know, putting everything together. And then um, I get on vacation, I want to sleep in and I can't. I just, I just can't do it. Um, there are occasions when I have a hard time going to sleep, but that's less of an issue now. But I'm get, I'm betting that you wouldn't be calling if you didn't have a, a solution for people. No, I gave you I, I I gave you one time in, in on trying to go to sleep, and I'm just wondering what your what you found out as a good solution for you. Um, it in just uh, I just you know it 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 doesn't happen as often now uh, unless I start thinking about my sister or something like that, and then it's like pink, okay. I'm awake. Okay. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Don. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, uh, if I go down that road, then I'm just, uh, I'm not going to sleep. Just isn't going to happen. Uh, all right, listen, we got uh, uh, so many other stories here that uh, we haven't gotten to. And as I pointed out, I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning uh, to get this show together. So we might as well share the information. If you are a conservative... And that's, it, that's kind of a, a weird, weird word. Uh, it depends on... I, I think of myself as a conservative libertarian. Uh, I believe in the sanctity of life based on logic. Um, not on, on religion. Uh, I believe in free markets. Uh, and, and I don't disagree with religions that teach peace, uh, that teach not to steal, not to kill, those kinds of things. That's... Most, you know, Christianity, uh, Judaism, etc. I have no problem with any of that. So I think I'm, you know, free market, anti-tax, small government, um, conservative libertarian. But there are a couple of other descriptions of conservative, and it could just be a Republican. It could be a pro-life, low-tax person. I don't know. But according to this study, if you are a conservative and you're raising children they're likely to be mentally healthy as compared to liberal parents. Uh, This is a study from the Institute for Family Studies uh, and Gallup. The results drop amid a nationwide mental youth crisis among youth streaming partly from the aftershocks of COVID's uh, pandemic, uh, the China flu pandemic. Report was released February by the North Carolina Child Fatality Task Force found that the uh, the youth suicide rate 
nearly tripled in 20 years. North Carolina lawmakers included additional funding for mental health services uh, in their state. The Gallup poll report found that the most important factor in the mental health of adolescent children is the quality of the relationship with their caregivers. The key driver is parents who have an authoritative style and combine affection and attentiveness to children's needs with structure and requirements for pro-social responsible behavior. In contrast, liberal parents more likely to have permissive parenting style are uh, least likely to have uh, uh, successfully disciplined their children. You know, this... Um, my kid's... Uh, um, wants my kid wants purple hair, and I should let them express themselves. Uh, um, that kind of thing, or you know, if my child thinks they're the opposite sex, I'm going to uh, I'm going to let them uh, explore that. That that mentality, uh, that uh, chicken little sky is falling mentality. I think that's a problem, and I don't I don't. Um, you know, this, the whole, I mean, I, I would be willing to venture a bet there a fraction of kids raised in conservative households uh, are affected by this whole transgender thing. And if they're not in government schools, I'm betting it's even smaller than, than you can imagine. It may almost be nil. Teaching responsibility. I, w- I wasn't my father's pal. I wasn't my mother's friend. I was their child. And they treated me that way. I may have some disagreements about some things that happened along the way, but they were the parent. My father and I were never equals. My mother and I were never equals. I don't care how old I was. They were, you know, my parents. Oh, we, we, we got to talk about things that we wouldn't have talked about when, when I was in grade school or high school. But they were the parents, not the buddy, not the friend. I think if you're conservative, your kids are likely to turn out better because you're treating them probably like they're your children. Uh, and I don't think uh, the left do that as much. I don't know. The report seems to indicate that's the case anyway. Tony, good morning. Good morning, Gary. Well, yes, sir. My dad always said, I'm not your friend, I'm your father. Yep. I'll be your friend when you're a grown man. And he was. So it worked out pretty good. Um, I never had purple hair, though. So uh, my my thing is this week's debate. I watched this week's debate, and uh, granted, I was about 10 minutes late getting to the game, but I watched the rest of the entirety of it, and, uh, you know, Chris Christie is, at best, not a good politician at all, but the way he schooled those other three idiots up there, it just... It, I laughed because, I mean, he, 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 he pretty much humiliated Ron DeSantis. Couldn't get him to answer the question. I thought it was great. The over-talking is getting a little bit too much out of hand. I was starting to think back to uh, the campaign, Republican campaigns uh, where it was Bush and Perot and later on when it was W and Romney and later on. But they never really went to the same escalation of anger 
that these four have on stage that they just scream at each other. And Vivek, I mean, yeah, he's got a few good points, but he almost acts like a, a temperamental child when he starts getting on his rampage. Anyway, I thought that Chris Christie schooled him, all three of them pretty good. Uh, he has no chance in hell of ever getting elected to anything after this next election. He may be a commentator on CNN for about six months in, in 2025, but that's about it. After that, we'll never hear from him again. But I just thought that it was really good. Uh, honestly, I see Haley and Biden as being the two that are going to be in the next uh, in the election in 24. Well, I hope it's that, not Haley. Uh, I, I think she's a nice hypocrite. Reason, but she's a hypocrite. She's going to get us in a war. Um, I, I think she's a terrible, terrible choice for the Republicans. Uh, in fact, I'm going to I'm going to uh, expose a little bit of her hypocrisy in just as soon as I hang up with you. All right, Gary, you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you some other time. All right, Tony, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. A little hypocrisy on her part? Yeah, I think so. That's next. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Let me do this thing on uh, Haley, and then um, then Brian it, it just told me an intriguing story about his son. Um, and it's all, it all comes from a, a, a piece of spam that I got. But it could be happening to somebody you know, and I want him to share that story so that it doesn't uh, uh, end up with somebody getting ripped off. But I, I was, uh, uh, this is Haley Barber, uh, Haley Barber, Nikki Haley. Haley Barber, where did that come from? Yeah, uh, talking about, <laughs> well, that's the way I try to remember her name. Uh, talking about why transgender, a transgender bill is unnecessary. Uh oh. So do you think Senator Bright's bill is unnecessary then? I don't believe it's necessary because I think if you look at everything that we've had happen, I'm there, there's not one instance that I'm aware of. I look at South Carolina and we are, um, like I said, a state where we don't have to res- mandate respect and kindness. And I think that that's something that we have seen play out. And with that bill in 1999, we're not hearing any issues of religious liberty violations or anything else. And so I think we're um, in good standing. So do you, do- when you say there's, you don't know of any instance, you're talking about religious liberty or are you talking about a transgender bathroom issue? Either. So she's saying she doesn't need, the state doesn't need any transgender legislation. Uh, leave it alone. Here she is on the debate. And this shows how hypocritical Ron continues to be. When he was running for governor and they asked him about that, he said he didn't think bathroom bills were a good use of his time. You can go look that up. I signed a bathroom bill in Florida, so that's obviously not true. (laughs) So the idea that you would say... That I, I was signed against it, that. you didn't. You killed it, I signed it. I we stood didn't. up for little girls, you didn't do it. And there was this going on. I was actually just in South Carolina. Some of the legislators told me at the time there were boys going into the girls. That's the there whole reason not. why they no, did no, it. No, 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 no. And so they say when she does that explanation that that doesn't hold water. And this is the upstate of South Carolina. Ron, I signed the bill. I protected the girls. Do you know girls. South Carolina? She did not do, do you know it. South- I know. Well, he signed the bill, she didn't. Just saying. Uh, all right. Before we get into uh, President uh, Trump and his accomplishments, or maybe not accomplishments, we'll chat about that in the next hour. Uh, Brian, uh, I want. Here's my my concern. What happened to this uh, in in this encounter with your son? 
at the bank could happen to anyone, uh, especially elderly people. And your son saved this uh, this guy. So um, if you tell the story, it might just protect somebody else. Would you mind? Sure, we can do it. We are coming up on the break here in about uh, two and a half minutes. You want me to tell now in an abbreviated fashion? Yeah, do an abbreviated because then it okay. uh, the whole state hears it. So. Just basically, he works at a lending institution here in town, and they are on the lookout for people being scammed all the time. And this has happened multiple times with him, so it's not just a random thing that happened. A person came into the bank yesterday and was withdrawing a extraordinary large amount of cash uh, in the you know thousands, over ten thousand dollars, and that you know throws off red flags immediately. And he looked at the gentleman's face, the senior citizen's face, and it appeared that. He was under duress, and he said, are you being coerced? And the guy shook his head, yes, and he uh, pointed to his phone, and he basically said, hang up the phone now. And this gentleman who thought that, you know, he was on the phone with a, um, you know, governmental institution telling him that we're going to come after you, was like, you've got to be kidding me. They got you to actually walk into the bank? To withdraw funds, yes, it happens all the time, and so, yeah, I mean, the IRS is not going to call you up and say, no, they're Give not. It, and it wasn't the IRS; it was some other governmental agency. And he said the person has an Indian accent, <laughs> an Indian accent. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that that should be a clue. Um, the government doesn't work that way. If you get one of those, it, it, and there's another thing that they'll do is they'll say, uh, um, they'll send an email out. Uh, and this is your, I'm your, it's your grandson or your nephew or your son. And uh, they're in some kind of trouble and they can't call, but they need bail money. And, and they come up with all kinds of scams and people fall for them. You know, if you get one of those, uh, you know, if you get a government institution asking you for money, get their phone number. And then look up the institution and call them and see if you can connect with the person. And apparently before that gentleman even arrived at the bank, he had given out not only only his social security number, but his bank number oh. and routing number. So they oh. had to completely uh, redo his accounting system. It was just a mess. Don't give that stuff to people on the phone ever. Yeah, find out their name and phone number if they say they're from the IRS, the Treasury, the whoever. And then look up online what their real phone number is and see if you can connect with the person through their switchboard. If not, it's a scam. All right, uh, President Trump, what did he do? What didn't he do? Next. This is The Gary Nolan Show.